welcome to HealthCast. I'm your host, Faith Ryan. The Department of Health and Human Services has been working on a number of data sharing initiatives, not only to support the ongoing COVID-19 pandemic, but also to gain greater insights into the many datasets it has spread out across its institutes and centers. In this episode, I spoke with Sanjay Koyani, a leader within HHS's Office of the Chief Technology Officer, who's been working on a number of these efforts. He shared more with me about his office's work, the importance of data sharing, as well as how researchers and technologists can get involved with the agency during this time. Hi, Sanjay. Welcome to the show. Hi. Thank you, Faith. So let's begin by informing our listeners about your current position within HHS's Office of the Chief Technology Officer. Great. Thank you, Faith. So I'm Sanjay Kuyani. I'm Executive Director for Health and Human Services Office of the Chief Technology Officer. And in this role, I oversee HHS's efforts to advance innovation, public-private partnerships, and enterprise data sharing at HHS. So the Office of the CTO is a bit different from your typical cabinet-level agencies, Faith, where the CTO typically will sit underneath the CIO. At HHS, the CTO started as really HHS's first entrepreneur in residence, kind of your Silicon Valley leader. So the office really is more of a focus on innovation and how you apply that within a large setting and not just technology and data strategy. There's a lot of work being done around technology, and the agency also has a program called Reimagine HHS. I was hoping you could explain more about what the program is and what it aims to accomplish. Great. So let me give you a little bit of background. In April of 2017, HHS kicked off its Reimagine HHS initiative, and this was in response to OMB M1722, which was a comprehensive plan for reforming the federal government and improving its performance. Under Reimagine HHS, there are six strategic shifts with 10 initiatives, each focused on our programs and reimagining, if you will, how HHS serves the American people. So the six strategic initiatives include, first, leveraging the power of data, which is the one I lead. Second, restoring market forces. The third is putting people at the center of HHS programs. The fourth is generating efficiencies through streamlined processes. Fifth is making HHS a more innovative and responsive organization. And sixth was moving to a 21st century workforce. All of these efforts were initiated by convening people from across our agency to come in and really think through, not just from the top down, but also from the bottom up, where can we have the greatest impact on reimagining how HHS works for the American public? And these came out of that. I'll also just say that all efforts are focused on making HHS not only more responsive to the American people, but also more efficient and effective in how it delivers its services and programs. So that's the spirit of Reimagine and what we're bringing to some of the work that we're doing on the data initiative that I lead. That's awesome. So your main responsibility or priority is leveraging the power of data. Could you tell us more about Reimagine's Data Insights Initiative and what progress you've made there? Of course. So I say for the first time at HHS, we are providing a comprehensive integrated support for data sharing and analysis across all agencies at the department. Through our data platform, we're calling it Unify. All HHS staff will now be able to access and analyze the department's unparalleled data assets faster, easier, more securely, thus giving them the tools they need to identify the determinants of health, new threats to health, and effective solutions for complex public health problems. So the Reimagine Data Insights Initiative began in order to address data sharing at HHS from an enterprise-wide perspective. And really, their goal is to improve how agencies within HHS and beyond share, integrate, 
analyze and visualize federated data to better inform policymaking and support evidence-based policy decision-making. And so for us to get to that goal of improving internal data sharing, and this isn't just publicly accessible files that we might have on our healthdata.gov website. This is really looking at like internal granular sensitive data that the department at times is not shared as widely as it could to really improve our decision-making. So the four levers that we're using to define our reimagined data insights effort are first, the development of an enterprise-level data sharing platform that we're calling Unify. The second is the creation of high-value use cases that provide new insights to HHS's critical health and human service topics and allows for real-time user feedback of the platform functionalities. So look at it as the platform's important. It's the technology that drives it, but you really need to lead with what are the business needs of the agency to advance mission goals, and that should be the driver in how we build out the platform. And so really, the user is the one defining it and driving it beyond just requirements, and we're using that to really further out the platform build out. The third area is looking at establishing data standards and procedures to guide more consistent and efficient data sharing across the agency. And then to round that out, we're also initiating a data science collab, which is an employee upskill program that builds data analytic capability at HHS. And I'll go a little bit more into that, but we just conducted our online demo day with our third cohort this past May, and we plan to launch our fourth cohort later this summer, but that's proved to be a really popular program as we have more data science interests and the agency currently has people who are trained in this area. Gotcha. So you mentioned that you've launched a beta version of HHS's enterprise-wide data sharing platform, Unify. But could you describe more about where you are in terms of development and what this means for the agency overall? Of course. So I'd say that HHS has amassed a pretty vast amount of data, especially over the past decade, as the capabilities for collecting and storing data have become, as we all know, much more easy to do and less costly. So many of our HHS agencies, such as the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services or the CDC, Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, are doing great work leveraging data to better serve the American public. And as a whole, however, HHS has extracted only a fraction of the information and insight in that data that can benefit the public good. So reaping this untapped potential will require more efficient and consistent practices for sharing data across the agency and more robust tools for linking and analyzing that data across HHS. That's a really untapped potential. When we started this, in speaking with our audiences internally, our scientists, researchers, actuaries, administrators, and other professionals across the department, we learned that HHS and its affiliated agencies are eager to derive greater value from our data. However, these agencies also told us that they're restricted in sharing some of their data due to a lot of things we're aware of, individual privacy regulations such as HIPAA. HHS staff in these agencies also told us that we could start to address this dilemma by giving them a real-time view into how the data was being used. And even more, staff stressed the importance of streamlining and standardizing nearly all aspects of the data request and approval process. Everything from the discovery of data sets to the creation and approval of data use agreements to the delivery of the data sets to the approved users. So in response to this, The open source cloud-based Unify platform was created and it's nearing its second release and already includes a functional centralized searchable metadata catalog, a data request and approval workflow, and analytic workspaces. All this stuff was built based on what our users told us they needed. I think it's also worth noting that 
we're not trying to create a whole new data lake. We have that at different parts of the agency, like again, CDC, CMS, FDA, they all have their own, but we're rather trying to create a lightweight check-in, check-out process that would allow data requesters at HHS to search for data, you know, understand what's centrally available, make a request to the data stewards, and if approved, obtain and analyze the data for a period of time to run analysis and answer questions. So the data doesn't stay in the system long-term. It's just there for the time period of where the request is made, and then they use our online tools in a secure space to run the analysis. And this also really provides complete transparency in how the data is being used. So I'll just end by saying that really understanding our users' needs, not duplicating elements, but rather creating a system that really matches the needs for data sharing is really what our goal was, and we think we've accomplished that with Unify. Gotcha. So you also mentioned that use cases and other user engagements are being used to drive Unify's build out. Can you describe this process more in detail and what you're learning? Of course. So as I mentioned, the use cases are really the driving engine for ensuring that our platform is doing what it's supposed to do and that it's driven by the user, not by our technology folks or by me or others. It really needs to be driven by agency needs. So the use cases are real-life scenarios that pressure test the design process and implementation of the data insights platform. During development, we engage with users and leaders across agencies to address their current challenges in accessing, sharing, and analyzing departmental data for improvements in health and human services. And throughout the project, these work groups provide a deep scenario test that guides the features and processes to make sure they stand at the test of time, if you will. And what we're starting to build it tests the functionality. It also really importantly helps to build as a secondary goal engagement across the agencies because it's one thing to say we want to do this. It's another to bring everyone together around a shared purpose like opioids or Americans with disabilities and have the agencies kind of drive through what the need is that an agency couldn't accomplish alone but can accomplish by several data sets from within HHS. And it's through this process that we are helping agencies frame their data business cases, learn about common tools used across the agencies. And it's also how we best support collaboration in the long term. So these early engagements mean that we will start to release first with early adopters, those who want to be the first to use the tool. And I think a little by little, it will help to impact culture change across the department as we get past early adopters and others see the value of the tool, get comfortable, and also want to join in in providing their data and making requests. Gotcha. I mean, you must have a lot of people looking forward to using this. We do. We do. So federal agencies are also always seeking out bright, talented individuals, but it's also important to continue the educational opportunities and learning opportunities available to them for internal growth and personal development. Could you tell us more about your creative data science collab? I think you mentioned to upskill data scientists from across HHS to meet the growing needs for data analysts. Absolutely. I'd love to because we're really excited about the program. So this is a first of its kind federal data science upskilling program that brings together participants from a variety of HHS agencies to learn how to write code and blend ideas and insights to improve data integration and analysis across HHS. So in this two-month program, participants come to the CoLab with a challenge to solve and they apply transferable data science techniques to that challenge including data wrangling, predictive analytics, visualization, and machine learning to their individual capstone projects. And after the collab with each cohort, we do a demo day where participants showcase their capstone projects and their skills to a department-wide audience. In fact, we sometimes have people from across federal government and maybe even outside of federal government who are really interested in how HHS is applying this approach and what solutions people are able to identify. We just held our most recent demo day on May 21st, 
for our third cohort in the collab, which you can watch on the HHS YouTube channel. I encourage you to do that because you get to see these really talented individuals showcase problems they're solving at the agency. I'd say that the third round of the collab was our most competitive selection process to date due to the vast number of applicants and the high quality of the capstone project pitches we saw. We received more applications than ever and really over 500 applications for 30 seats. That just shows you the amount of interest at the department with people who really want to either learn more about data science or strengthen their skills to solve problems. And our next collab cohort, our fourth one, is tentatively scheduled for late summer. What we've learned is that HHS employees have a truly innovative and self-driven mindset, and they want more of these programs to unleash their ideas. And I should note that CoLab is currently sponsored in large part by Reimagine HHS, which wanted to tie it to this program, and collaboration across HHS with other partners to make this a reality. One is our Office of Business Management and Transformation, or OBMT. They've been thought leaders in this space and helped to kick this one off. And then also HHS's Biomedical Advanced Research and Development Authority has also been a strong partner in helping us to keep this off the ground and to give us space to run it. So with all things, you really do need to have a community of folks to pull something like this off and then to kind of seed and feed the idea to see what kind of impact it's having. Cool. I mean, I'm guessing that this effort, this collab has been affected by the COVID-19 pandemic. And I'm sure that there's a lot being done within the agency related to COVID-19 from, you know, research funding to management of critical supplies. How has your office adapted to the main objectives set forth by HHS Reimagine to respond to COVID-19? Got it. So I think, as you know, Faith, HHS and our federal partners are working with a whole host of entities like the states, local, tribal, government, public health officials, healthcare providers, researchers, private sector, and you can go on and on to execute this whole of America response to the COVID-19 pandemic with really from the HHS's angle to protect the health and safety of the American people. And so we've got a lot of our agencies driving these pieces forward, bringing it back to reimagine. I'll just say that to really enable what I just mentioned about this whole of America response, it's imperative that HHS has responsive systems that are modernized and efficient to respond to these kind of things. So whether it's our data systems, our grant systems, our contract systems, or our approach to optimizing our regional offices performance, which was another reimagined initiative, we really, through reimagined, seek to continue to accelerate very timely systems that are efficient and effective, especially during emergencies. And you can see just even with the COVID response that making sure that we're in a much stronger position to analyze our data and to strengthen that within the department becomes a priority. So there's a lot of that going on. I think another thing that we can all relate to is adapting to work remotely. So on the operational front, being an innovation in a technology office, we are holding a number of our events remotely that we would normally do in person or at the Great Hall within HHS. So last month, I mentioned our data science collab. We had to do that virtually. And we adapted to bringing people together to hear the demonstrations and to participate in a different way than they would in person, the Q&As. And that worked out really fine, but we've been adjusting as we've gone forward. We're also doing the same for a number of other innovation-focused virtual meetings and roundtables that we have with stakeholders to really inform our decision-making on different health and human service topics. And so... As we continue to keep the work of the department going forward, reimagine or otherwise, from our innovation space, we're continuing to really look at and adapt to ways of doing business, regardless of whether you're in person or you're doing this remote and convening a number of stakeholders from across the country. 
Yeah, it's really incredible how all of these efforts that were pre-COVID-19 are still continuing on with the same momentum and we're still adapting, like everyone's adapting. So I really applaud HHS's efforts on that front. Thank you. Thank you. Outside of enterprise data sharing, what other innovative solutions is the CTO focused on? Got it. So our office works on really cross-cutting innovation projects. And because we serve in the immediate office of the secretary, we have great visibility over a lot of the different divisions and have that opportunity to kind of synthesize and bring things together on things such as innovation and data issues. So when I talk about cross-cutting stuff, examples range from kidney disease, Lyme disease, sickle cell disease, electronic immunization records, and I'll go into some examples. So our kidney X innovation accelerator is a top priority for HHS. And to give you a bit of background on this one, an estimated 850 million people worldwide are living with kidney disease. Our kidney accelerator, or we're calling KidneyX, works to improve their lives by accelerating the development of drugs, devices, and other therapies across the spectrum of kidney care. And KidneyX is really de-risking innovation by streamlining processes and reducing regulations. And so by inviting innovation from outside of government, which is really our core focus, KidneyX enables us to stimulate and accelerate innovation through a series of cash prize competitions. And we're doing this in a public-private partnership with the American Society of Nephrology. And what we've done out of this effort more recently is we've announced winners of a patient innovator challenge this past March. And we're looking forward to a KidneyX summit later this summer, where we're going to announce our redesigned dialysis space two winners. So that's an example of where we're bringing innovation and prize challenge competitions into a space that really needs a lot of innovation and new thinking. Later this month, we are launching a sickle cell initiative with our Office of the Assistant Secretary for Health. And this will be a virtual webinar open to the public on June 24th and an invitation-only virtual roundtable on June 25th. Here you're seeing what we're adapting to more of this remote effort. But with this initiative, Faith, we aim to accelerate the identification and implementation of solutions to improve the quality of life for patients with sickle cell disease. And this is centered around data. So the roundtable will identify data resources, gaps, strategies to promote innovative applications that can help policymakers, healthcare providers, and other stakeholders improve the care and quality of life for individuals with sickle cell disease. And one area that we are really strong in, I think, in CTO is leveraging technology and data, convening stakeholders across the country, and then working with them in a collaborative space to really define and identify solutions to shared problems. Now, for this one, the public is welcome to join on June 24th. You can keep an eye out on Twitter, which is at HHSCTO office, all one word, for details, or you can go to hhs.gov live to watch the live stream. We have a number of other innovative programs where we use innovation data and user engagement to accelerate solutions to problems. If you go to hhs.gov CTO site, you'll see more about the Data Science Co-Lab, these innovation accelerators and other programs that we're using to increase innovation and also stakeholder engagement, data sharing, and so forth across the agency. Awesome. Well, I'll make sure to keep my eye on Twitter to see what exactly is going on with the Office of the CTO. Great. So if you have any other closing thoughts on how people can get involved with your office's efforts, I'd love to hear them. Of course. So, you know, I'll give you a few ways, but I think one key takeaway is that we always want to hear solutions from industry and across government. We really value this collaboration because our goal is to kind of spotlight on a problem, help define it, bring others to really collaborate on that solution 
we really believe that, you know, obviously all of us are greater than any one of us. And by creating these spaces to identify the right problems, bring in our stakeholders and our users to really frame it out and to validate, test it in an iterative fashion, we really can bring that silicon mindset to some of government activities to really improve and scale solutions that are working for our population. So we really value that collaboration. One way you can do that is to check out our website that I mentioned to get involved in our initiatives, whether it's the Reimagine Data Insights Initiative, KidneyX. We have a Lyme Innovation Accelerator and the sickle cell disease effort that we're working with our partners at HHS to drive forward. We also got a really interesting program on an immunization gateway with CDC to improve how we can track immunizations and vaccines across the country with the states. All that stuff you can get from our website, which is hhs.gov CTO. You can also follow us on Twitter. And I mentioned it's at HHS CTO office, all one word. And if you want to get more involved with our Reimagined Data Insights Initiative, where we're trying to improve enterprise data sharing across HHS and beyond, you can email us at unify, which is U-N-I-F-I at HHS.gov. Again, that's U-N-I-F-I at HHS.gov. So you can get involved there. So we really do welcome collaboration. Much of the success we've had has been opening up our work to many others in a collaborative way. And so we look forward to continuing that conversation with folks listening to this podcast and anyone else. Excellent. Well, Sanjay, thanks so much for joining me today. Thank you, Faith. These are really great questions and uh, really appreciate you giving us time to explore them with you. Absolutely. HealthCast is a production of Government CIO Media and Research. For more podcasts, head to governmentciomedia.com slash podcasts. If you liked what you heard, let us know by leaving a review in iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts. HealthCast is produced by Amy Kluber, hosted by Melissa Harris, Adam Patterson, and Faith Ryan. If you're interested in sponsoring a podcast, contact us at sponsor at governmentcio.com.